Welcome in. Run the draw, week nine. We're going to talk about some college football. But first, we're going to introduce each other. Actually, let's just introduce ourselves. Actually, no, let's introduce each other. On the other side of that, we're a team. We are a team. Uh, I'm going to move my microphone. On the other side of that internet connection, none other than Aaron. Live. Hello. New Orleans. Boy, Aaron. New Orleans, Louisiana. Cheek full uh, of crawfish. Here to talk about <laughs> football and God. cities built Pe- below are, sea level. Are these, yeah, yeah. Are they peeled or not? The the shrimp in your cheek? Yeah, uh, crawfish. You said crawfish. Oh, the crawfish. You're right, I did. Yeah. Um. No, you're saving them for later. Come on, dude. Oh, man, that hurts. I can only fit one in there. If they're peeled and they're in your mouth, you better be chewing. That's fair. That is fair. Welcome into um, run, run the bumper sticker. Wow. Yeah. Um, on the other end of my internet connection, my boy Chase. Uh oh. <laughs> Here I am. Here, here we are. Uh, <laughs> this week of Run the Draw is brought to you by Delta Airlines. Use code word run the draw at checkout on delta.com and get a free companion pass to bring a friend to see your other friend across the country because that's what you did this past week. Also, just called your girlfriend your friend. Oh, it's fine. Women love that. <laughs> Welcome into Run the Date. <laughs> run the dating in 2018. Run the breakup. Um, whoop. Wow. Yep. So, <laughs> so anyways, use the code word wrong in the draw. Anyway. And, yes. Delta and I did fly. I did fly Delta. And you know what? It was mostly fine. Great. Uh, which for flying cross country is a, is a big win. The bar is low. The bar is low. Um, um, but you did come out here. We hung out which is why we are recording a podcast on a Thursday at 8 p.m. because you basically just got back to town. Uh, Pretty much, I mean, You yeah. got back light, really late last night, but we're not going to make you record a podcast on Thursday at 2.30 a.m. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's actually the only reason we do this podcast. Um, the first the first uh, co-host of Run the Draw made me uh, record in the wee hours of the night. So he got the boot. The weirdest part about that story is you signed up for it and we're paying them on the internet. It was one of those like weird fetish websites. That part was very <laughs> weird. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's, that's, they not- were, they were like, I was like, did you prepare for the podcast? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That was basically it. Um, so I guess in, in, in lieu of um, two things, this being Thursday, us not being prepared, us not really watching football because we were drinking, not, uh, we're going to keep this one short. Yeah, uh, real short. So less than 90 minutes. We watched essentially no football. Uh, so you, so w- without belaboring the point, we spent the weekend together with a whole bunch of people, 42 of our closest friends in Sonoma and we drank a lot of wine and we ate some food. Spoiler alert. We may talk about that a little bit later. 
Um, the only football we watched is you showed up at our Airbnb at like 11 a.m. before we all drove to lunch together and we watched like a quarter and a half of um, FSU somebody. Clemson. Uh, Clemson. It was great. It was really fun. Oh, I'm actually, really glad we got to get together and watch uh, some Clemson football together. Yeah, that was great. Um, and they played so well. So that was great. Lots of, lots of joy. Also, I watched Miami play the night before, which was, yeah. <laughs> they uh, lost to okay. Boston College, in case you missed that. I, I kind of missed that, yeah. Uh, um, so we watched no football. So we have essentially nothing to say. Uh, one of the things we will say is that during a really nice party on Saturday, our beloved Gamecocks pulled out a victory in williams Bryce against the Tennessee Volunteers by not <sighs> yeah. that many points. They won by less points than they were favored by, but still counts. Uh, it sure does, and I still don't really understand how this happened. Did, have, you, um, have you watched any highlight? I mean, you and I watched like three highlights at the house together no that was it like that's it have you done anything have you done any other perusing or reading of what the gamecocks did no listen i'm not going to test fate by like like deep diving into a close gamecocks win um we did watch debo samuel make a really ridiculous catch that was kind of cool yeah and we were down by 12 points at some point apparently yeah, I mean, the one thing I'll say, part of the reason I didn't watch the highlights because I feel like the highlights don't tell the story. Um, and I feel like they never do since uh, Will Muschamp's been coaching South Carolina. Um, I feel like this this game is that to a T. I, I look at the stats and I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand what happened. I guess we ran better. I guess that's how we won. Sure, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we've won or lost any of the games we've played, to be honest, except for the Georgia game where we just got our ass kicked. Um, Twitter seemed to be a lot. I less... feel like the rest. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the rest of the games are just like a just like a, a fucking dice toss. Um, it feels like so. Well, Twitter seemed to be less angry at Jake Bentley after this weekend. So I like that. That's true. Yeah. Uh, cool. You want to talk about stuff? Let's go into stuff. Tell me what's going on in Maryland. Boy. Um, So today is November 1st. Let's go backwards. Let's just start here. Uh, The Regents chairman of the University of Maryland, James Brady, resigned. Uh, Why did he resign, you might ask? And that is because he, he, he basically public pressure for his role in recommending Maryland keep uh, their coach DJ Durkin. Um, so let's go back to yesterday. Uh, DJ Durkin is fired slash resigns. Let's go back further. Oh, basically, if you go back further, somebody died at Maryland over the summer, a football we, player, as we've discussed on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, we did talk about that, I think, at the beginning. For, for basically meathead coaching. Heat exhaustion. He died of heat exhaustion in like a too intensive a drill. Um, not long after that, ESPN comes out with a piece um, 
Actually, let's just, you know, let's take a little bit of time on this. May 29th, Jordan McNair, uh, the player who passed away, uh, he has a heat stroke at a team workout. Um, June 5th, he's still in the hospital for the heat stroke. Um, a fund is created in his, for him, John, Jordan McNair's family support fund. Um, that seven days should tell you, even without him passing away, what is wrong with college football. There's a GoFundMe page for this student athlete. Yeah. Who plays at a who who plays football at a university that does not pay him. And, and you know, I, I don't know much about the University of Maryland, but let's just say they have billions of dollars in Enough their university money. system. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it don't need to be privately raising funds for this. Uh, June thirteenth, he he passes away. June fourteenth, Maryland hires a uh, an external investigator. Uh, July twelfth, Maryland acknowledges that Coach Durkin attended the fatal workout, and they do not yet discuss Jordan McNair's cause of death. Uh, not long later, his family announces he died of heat stroke. They being they begin a foundation in his name. Again, uh, should not be necessary. Um, basically, the internal review, external review comes out. Um, it shows the trainers failed to diagnose him. Um, August tenth, ESPN comes out with a big thing on the toxic football culture culture at Maryland, and this is where we find out that it's just like it's like the 1950s still at Maryland, um, you know, making overweight student athletes watch other athletes eat food, um, fear, intimidation, uh, uh, neglecting water, um, neglecting, uh, withholding water, withholding food, these kind of things that are like literal, like literal torture. Um, so the day after that report, head coach placed on administrative leave where he was, and there's some other things happening, but basically he was on leave until yesterday or the October 30th, um, where he is reinstated as coach. Um, and basically everything in the past couple of days has been fallout from that. So he's pretty much, he's fired the next day. Um, state politicians start getting involved, um, condemning the regent's recommendation. <sighs> Uh, this is like a disaster. Uh, like this is like the absolute t- for me, and I've been talking for too long. But to me, this is like the absolute like worst case scenario in college football. And, and that being uh, that being these these student athletes are not only treated like professionals. They're they're I mean, they're, uh, some of the stuff that came out in that report was like how you treat prisoners. And again, I don't want to get into the argument about what what a college educa- education is worth, uh, but they are not properly compensated. Um, and 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 one died, and all these people in power basically tried to continue. They they basically tried to keep everybody who was in power in power. Um, to it goes all the way down to the really the first fall guy on this was the they had athletic athletic trainer. And even some people on the board were trying to have him keep his job. Um, an athletic trainer, fun, like fundamentally, failed to keep a student alive, <laughs> and they were trying. They were trying to keep him in power. Like quite honestly, they're trying to stop him from losing his job. Um, 
and that's just to me it's just like it just epitomizes what we're the the all the bad stuff we're dealing with in college football and i hate it it's pretty pretty good summary i mean it's a pretty bad summary but pretty thorough so what happens next in maryland got to hire a new coach um they have to hire a new coach uh which like good luck picking up this tire fire yeah, I don't know. This uh, this is the type of thing like, you know, we like uh, the death penalty hasn't really b- been brought up since last time it happened with SMU in the eighties. But like, man, if there's a case to do it, um, right? You know, to me, to me, this is it. To, and that said, it won't. Kind of feels like it. And nothing will happen. They'll hire a new coach, and like everybody will move forward next year. Um, and so. So I don't know. So that's with that's with Maryland. I I, I guess uh, silver lining. DJ uh, Durkin did get fired. The Regents chairman has le- has resigned. Um, that said, DJ Durkin is being let go without cause, so they have to pay him five point one. Oh, so he really loses. Um, yeah. So his life is over. Um, <laughs> so until he gets hired by Alabama next year as a consultant, and then finds a new coaching job and. 18 months. Well, let's talk about coaches that have tremendous amounts of respect for not only themselves, but the people they hire. Urban Meyer. Um, Urban Meyer uh, today opens up with reporters about health issues. Saying he has a cyst in his brain. First diagnosed in 1998, it's an arachnoid cyst, which um, makes your head hurt. And he said in a statement, I am fully committed to Ohio State, the football program, as long as I can. Oh. What do you think about that? This seems yeah, familiar. Yeah, it seems real familiar, right? Um, so... Uh, I didn't really follow this until now. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this is not the first time something similar has happened with Meyer. Uh, let's assume he leaves. Let's just assume we have no idea what's going to happen. Let's assume it plays out and he's going to leave, right? Is there anywhere else for him to go or is he just going to retire? He's going to retire. You think Maybe so? go to the okay. NFL, not as a head coach. Hmm. I mean, he left. So he, yeah, so he is, left Florida for not a heart attack. Just to be clear, probably a right. panic attack. He was admitted to a hospital for chest pain, but was not having a heart attack, and then retired. This amid, of course, a whole bunch of. Uh, pending NCAA investigations and yada yada. Um, to be fair, the articles about the heart condition back then did mention the arachnoid cyst that um, becomes enraged by stress, rage, and excitement. Um, but yeah, then he, of course, like uh, one year later, announced that he was taking the Ohio State job. So he circumvented some pressure 
from the NCAA at Florida with health condition, told everybody he was going to get to hang out with his family more. This feels uh, super similar. Yeah. This guy sucks. Yeah. It, it, it does kind of suck. It's a little tricky though. Like it, it does say he had this thing drained. Um, and having a brain cyst drained is like not, not that uh, big of a deal. I mean, quite front. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm kidding. I see where you're going. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, like it, uh, I mean, I, yeah. I, so, and, and, and quite frankly, I hate to, I just hate to be like, oh, he's making it up. Blah, like, you know, it, neither of us has, have said that, but like we're alluding to it by saying it's similar to last time. And like he probably had some actual heart trouble last time, but I think he played it into. Quite frankly, I just think he played it into something bigger than it was, and f- feels like the case here. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, right, yeah. So that's it. I hope. I hope if he does, I hope he gets healthy. Uh, I hope he's not. He's healthy. Uh, I also hope he's not like sliding out of an un. Uh, savory situation. For I know. Again. I know enough about um, arachnoid cysts again, from my day, my day job to know that he's fine. Okay. Also, arachnoid is it a spider? Is it like? Does it look like a spider? <laughs> Isn't arachnid arachnophobia? Am I on the right uh, uh, word stream? Uh, so here? no, they're called arachnoid cysts because. Um, they're covered by um, arachnoid cells. So oh, okay. it, um, yeah. it's the three types of um, things that can cover the brain. Uh, what's the word I'm looking Membranes. My dog is snoring in the background. That's how excited she is about this arachnoid cyst. She's calling Urban Meyer out. You lying dog. You lying Let's move on. We didn't Let's get a question, yeah. but someone tweeted at us. Who'd yes. Uh, our boy, the Mike Wong. What he say? Uh, his statement is, uh, so he was at the festivities this weekend and he said, I realize I missed a great, great opportunity to concoct a Chad Squelly for you guys this past weekend. And He's boy, is he right. right. And he totally didn't do um, it. Yeah, next time, Mike. Um, I don't know when we would have drinking these, but I also don't care. Yeah, so we're, we won't <laughs> go this deep with the listeners, but even before we started recording, we talked about at what juncture in the weekend we would have drank these, and um, none of no times would be a good idea. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> pretty much. Um. Also, picks. Time. Yeah, one time more comment picks. about at the Mike Wong. Like somehow, I mean, like yes. Credit to Mike for listening to this podcast for like basically since we started it. Um, and an like unreasonable amount of people this weekend when all my friends were meeting each other for the first time were like, "Oh, from the podcast." Yeah, <laughs> and then people that hadn't listened to the podcast were like, "Mike, you have a podcast." And he was like, no, um, Chase and Aaron do, but I tweet them questions. People were like, oh. 
Uh, shout out to Mike Wong's girlfriend who was also like, what? <laughs> that sounds, that sounds, uh, that was right. a fun, that was a fun moment. Yeah. Uh, all right, time picks. for picks. Uh, man, we all had a good, we, uh, aggregate. We had a good week last week. That's not how this goes. Um, so tell them how I really did. Uh, yeah. Ch- uh, my friend Chase, welcome to the undefeated week club. God, that came out great. Yeah. So you went 4-0 last week. Uh, I believe your first time going perfect all right, all uh, right. this Just year, this credit. season. All right. Uh, I went 2-2. Two and two. Uh, uh, My elder son, Jonah, went 3-1. and one. And my youngest son, Elijah, went 2-2. Two and two. So that brings, that brings you to 25-22-1. Uh, brings me to 28-19-1. Brings Jonah to 22-11. And Elijah to twenty and thirteen. Uh, so we're all we're all, we're all ahead of the game now. Feels feels good, man. Yeah. Uh, bet good. with any of us, and um, you might win some money. My yeah. my wife just got home from so work. So now this week, you want to say hi to the listeners? Oh, hello. Hi, listeners. Wow. There you go. There you have it, sports fans. Three years in. And she's finally made her debut. That's uh, yeah, big. That's big news. Does she want to do picks? Um, I'm gonna say no. I'm she shut the, the door, so no. I'm gonna go with no. She's she's got off a 12 hour okay. shift, so she's tired. So this week we have four top 25 matchups, uh, two top 10 matchups, and. Also, South Carolina plays Ole Miss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let, let's get into it uh, to keep this short. Uh, first game, we got number six, Georgia, <laughs> at number fucking nine, Kentucky. Uh, also, basketball season has not started yet, in case you, are, uh, in case you just woke up. Uh, Georgia is favored by nine points. In case you're a, case you're a football player. Uh, who you got? Maryland, and you just got out of a coma. Oh. After your workouts, what? Oh. Too, too much? Too soon? If I tweeted it, we might get a little bit more attention, wouldn't I? That's... That's... that's uh, uh, yes, we at would. At Kentucky. Apparently. If I, if I tweeted at it. At Kentucky. Yeah. Duh. At Kro- Kroger Field, yeah. Mike. <laughs> motherfuckers. How do you feel about groceries? Um, does it matter that they're playing at Kroger Field? Um, <laughs> probably not. What so, time is this game at? Twelve uh, thirty. No. Oh wait, that's that's uh West Coast. Three thirty. What time zone's Kentucky in? Two thirty. Uh, I don't know Who if cares? they're. It's not a night game. That's what I was getting at. Night game could be kind of you know people get liquored up. It's kind of wild. Um, yeah. fuck it. I'll take Kentucky. Can fucky. Wow. Can fuck it. Um, I'm going to take Georgia here. Uh, I, I, I think, I just think generally Georgia's too good. And I think, I think Georgia had their one game to blow this year against LSU. And I think they're probably going to win out. Um, 
Yeah, I think they're going to win out. And I think it's going to make... Cont- I think... I think I think they may not win by nine, though, if anything. But I do think... Uh, I, I just I just think Georgia's the much yeah, better team. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, I think, I think Kentucky could still lose, but maybe they'll lose only by a little bit. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Okay. Uh, up next, we have number 14, Penn State, wow. at number five, wow. Michigan. Uh, Michigan is favored by 10.5 <laughs> points in football. Uh, I think both of these teams yeah, are Yeah, dude, overrated. I was just going to say that. What are we doing? Uh, also, we forgot to mention the stuff section that the college football playoff rankings are out, and they're not really all that interesting yet. So, Correct. Uh, but Michigan is number five in them. In them. Um, in them. Uh, I <laughs> hate this pick. I hate picking this game. So, like they're both, I think they're both. <laughs> the line feels perfect. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it does. That's the thing. They're like, the rankings are askew, but the, man, I'm going to take Michigan. I, Penn State. Penn State. <sighs> Fuck both these teams, but yeah. especially yeah, Penn yeah, State. Yeah. So, uh, dude, I Michigan. I pay so little attention to Penn State because I care so much about little kids. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, I do care about little kids, not getting abused, but I don't care about Penn State because they just they don't interest. It's just not interesting. Like everything about Penn State is boring. Yeah. Like even when Joe Paterno was there, and I know that's like oh college football pocket. It's just. Cool. You wear the same fucking outfit, same uniform. Like we are Penn State. I got it. Yeah. Like the football's boring. Like it's just, it's not interesting. Pennsylvania as a state doesn't interest me. It's like, I forget that this team exists all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't forget they exist, but I just, I agree with you. I just, it's probably, uh, you know how long it's been since. I feel like the last time I watched a Penn State game, I was with you. And it was the night after we beat the dog shit out of Georgia in Athens. And we went to some like wing bar. Oh, and yeah. Penn State was probably overrated and ranked and playing somebody later at night. Maybe Notre Dame or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So who you got? Uh, I'll take Michigan. Thanks. Good pick. Or a bad pick. I guess we'll find out. Who we got uh, next? We got number 13. The West Virginia Mountaineers going to Texas. This is pretty cool. Texas is ranked uh, number 17 because, as you may have heard, they are back. They are back, and they're they're still named Texas. Texas is favored. Uh, so Texas that helps is favored with by two, which is a number of points that is not impossible, but difficult to score in a sport of football. Yeah. Who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Country oh, roads take me home. Nice. Here. Um, West Virginia, uh, partly because. Uh, I don't. I don't trust either of these teams, uh, but I trust West Virginia a little more. And also, shout out to your mother, uh, who I hung out with this weekend. 
<laughs> and honestly, those two things are weighed about 50-50. So uh, uh, go West Virginia Beccaneers. <laughs> uh, my mom mentioned no less than nine times this past weekend to all my friends that she did not listen to the podcast because of my choice of language. Um, but chose to highlight that you don't <laughs> also, swear, apparently. So... She she was like Aaron curses less, <laughs> which I mean we I mean we could pay like somebody on Amazon Turk to listen to all like a hundred hours of the podcast and 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 come up with a curse tally, and it feels like it might be a little bit true, but like we're talking, it can't be more than like ten percent off. I bet right? you the week that we play Texas A and M in the past few seasons is definitely skewed towards me. Oh, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Man, we should get big data on this. We should start a Kickstarter. It'd be, it'd be definitely a good use of computer resources, electronics, and uh, computer engineering degrees to figure. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I choose out. Texas, I'm picking against my mom. Is basically what you're saying, as a West Virginia native. Yeah, man. How? Uh, I mean, I didn't say it, you did. So well, think, so this isn't going to be super exciting for I our think, picks matchup, but I, I am going to pick West Virginia also. Um, I think Texas allows too many points per game. Yeah, there's that too. They can't tackle for shit. Tackling. Turns out it's pretty important. All right, who we got next? Yeah. Uh, next, we got number one, Alabama at... Number three, LSU in Baton Rouge, uh-huh. Louisiana. A mere 60 yeah, miles from my home. Now I wish. Although, shout out to uh, Charlie on my soccer team who is missing our soccer playoff game to go to this game. Um, so, you know what, Charlie? Fuck you. Roll Tide. <laughs> Wait, why did you Pick shout him out? out? Is he going because he's a... LSU fan? He's an LSU fan, so he's going to the game. And I'm just kidding. Charlie's one. How is he as a soccer um, player? But he should be at our play. Uh, he's good, man. He scored oh, five goals fucked. last week. Yeah, we're too- <laughs> Grant, he's never scored five before ever in his entire career, and he's a, he's a grown-ass man. Um, <laughs> but actually, you know, let's unpack this. I hope he listens to this now. In the group chat, he's like, I'm a strong maybe for the game. Everybody was like, "What the fuck?" And then he was like, "LSU Bama." And then ten minutes later, he was like, "Sorry, I'm out." Um, and that's when I wrote into the group chat, "Roll Tide" in all caps, uh, which I've reiterated here publicly on my podcast. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. So, um, so you're going with Alabama? Yeah, I also think I think Bama is going to win Holy by 28. Shit. Really? Uh, Yeah, uh, twenty-one to twenty-eight. This is the best Alabama. This is probably the best Alabama offense ever in the history of Alabama football that has won every national title since I've been an adult. Um, LSU has a good defense this year, um, but man, I just uh, that said, if there's one theme to the podcast this year, it's me shitting on LSU and them being number three in the first college football playoff poll. <laughs> So, so maybe don't listen to me, but I, I just, I do think 
I do think Alabama is going to overpower them here. Um, dude, I don't like this line. So this is not, I'm going to mess the statistic up, but this is the largest spread between two top five teams in a couple decades. I think is what I read. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so I'm going to take LSU. I feel like LSU does something to just right. ugly this game up. Uh, that yeah, that listen. And, that and Alabama happen. has a really bad punter. So, and it's a night. It's a night game in Baton Rouge, come dude. Come on. Yeah, I just they're gonna be playing that next song that Mike Wong likes so much. Coach yeah, in the o, first quarter. Dude. Coach O. Um, listen, I love I love Coach O, and it would be incredible for this area if LSU won. I just I think this is when the storied Coach O season ends. Going to happen, um, and I think it I think it ends abruptly. Yeah, um, but you know what? It's college football, so fucking hey, I, you anything know what I will happen. bet a dollar on. Um, first play from scrimmage sure. from Alabama is a touchdown. <laughs> and you picked LSU. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. I, hey, I watched Ted Ginn Jr. You know fucking run that? off the opening kickoff for the national championship for Ohio State against Florida, and then get just beaten like a drum. That's true. That did happen. Um. All right. Last uh, last game to pick. South Carolina Gamecocks. All yours. Our beloved Gamecocks are traveling to Oxford, Mississippi without us, if you can believe it. Um, I've always wanted to go to a game there, and I still haven't done it. We don't play them often enough, but I digress. Um, Also, this has been a great game to go to if you didn't have a big get-together last week because it's like three hours from my house. Mom. Well, shit. Um, so, uh, the line is even, both teams are minus minus one ten. So you got to risk 110 bucks to win a hundred for all you non gamblers out there. And it's a noon kickoff or 11, depending on what time zone you guys are in or they're in. It's not. It's nine a.m. in California. Yeah. That's all I know. Too early. Um. Okay. Before we pick the game, what do you think the over under would be for this game? It seems high. Like it by seems a high, lot, right? Yeah, it does seem high. Yeah. Like, if you believe that over-under is correct, then you have to think Ole Miss is going to win by 17, if not more, right? Like, the fuck is... is Like, South Carolina is not going to score half of that. Yeah. On the road, right? Ole Miss just allows a lot of points. That seems weird. That's, that's the problem. They do. But we don't score a lot. That's the problem. Fair. <laughs> I guess we're going to see what happens here. Um... I am going to take 
I'm going to take South Carolina here very reluctantly. Uh, this, uh, are, this sort of will must champ bend, but don't break thing seems to be somewhat working. Um, I think Ole Miss is probably better than Tennessee who we just beat. Uh, Ole Miss is only one and three in the sec despite being five and three overall. So, uh, so I'm going to take South Carolina. I don't feel great about it, but I'm going to take South Carolina. What do you think the strength of our defense is? Uh, I think it's not in allowing touchdowns. Like, great red zone defense. But in general, like it's yeah, pretty like, like we you will allow you wouldn't say like we're best against the pass versus best against the run or whatever. I'm not I'm not saying you got to go deep statistics on me. Just what does your gut tell you? Uh Hmm. Uh, I would, I guess against the pass, I don't have, yeah, I don't yeah. have any like data on that or like a strong feeling yeah. when you asked it. So the stats um, are super even, honestly, it, it, I just it, looked. Yeah. So the reason I, the reason that I ask is Ole Miss is a, a passing attack team. Their like total yards per game, like skews way towards passing than rushing. So like they're averaging 350 yards passing a game and, 188 on the ground. Oh, wait, that's not average. That's total. Right? Yeah, that's total. Yeah. Total per game. Right? Right? (laughs) (laughs) You can't average 349 yards passing a game. Is ESPN just screwing me on the stats? They could. No, they could. That could, that could be happening. That seems crazy, doesn't it? Holy shit! The quarterback has, like, oh my god! Their fucking quarterback has twenty six hundred yards on the season. Jake Bentley has half that. Okay, so. I mean, you did just say that. I know. I just I saw the numbers team, and I thought so. that can't be right. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, uh, 349 yards passing. Um, but they give up a bunch of yards is really where I was going with that. They give up 500 yards a game. And um, that's more than we typically put up in general. And so I just, their defense is not great. And so I think we will score, maybe not at will, but I think it could be a chance for our offense to get a little rhythm. And then um, I like our defense. Yeah. We are averaging 374 yards allowed per game and they're averaging 537 yards a game. So that's like the biggest discrepancy. I think that's going to be the, like our defense versus our offense is how this game is won or lost. And as I look back at our schedule, our losses are to is Texas A&M so ranked? Mm, number 20, so. Texas A&M. Number 9, Kentucky. And number 6, Georgia. We're the best three-loss team in the country. Uh, that's actually, that makes me feel a little better. Oh, wait. Mississippi State has three losses. That's true. 
Yeah. They have good losses too, but I feel just irregardless of uh, that feels like the good three to lose right? in hindsight. It didn't really look like it on day one, but yeah. Give Muschamp a contract extension. Okay. Don't at me, Shad. Oh God, shut up, <laughs> shut up. Shut, up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. They're going to do it. They listen to this. All right. Did you have anything good to eat or drink this past week? <laughs> Wait, did you did you yeah, did you pick anybody? <laughs> oh, great! Uh, yes, I had a lot of good stuff to eat and drink. Uh, let me. My favorite thing, I think, on the way to the airport. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> In the airplane. <laughs> Listen, I ate a, I ate a cold ham sandwich in the back of a rental car. No. Um, yeah. So I love California. And I love the food there and the wine and the, the whole deal. So, um, what's the, I'm just trying to think, God, it's so much good food. I think the best thing we ate a meal together at flour and water in San Francisco. Um, and I don't know if I can point to like the one thing we ate there, uh, but we had a bunch of pasta and the pastas were, isn't that place crazy? Um. Yeah, that place was really good. It's been um, my answer like five or six times at this portion of the show. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I ate so I had some pasta the next night. Next night, um, that was good and sort of like I think, uh, maybe not quite as like highly regarded because it doesn't have the longevity by any means. Um, but like one of the hot new spots in San Francisco, and uh. I, it was just like I, I should have gone back to flour and water and just like uh, done it again. Did that again. So flour and water is incredible to drink. Had a lot of good stuff to drink. Uh, we of course had a lot of delicious wine. Uh, shout out to Scribe yeah. Winery. Um, I, be, I believe a past um, <laughs> past sponsor <laughs> of this podcast. If we said that as a joke, uh, I mean, just uh, had a great time there. Um, God, I had a lot of great cocktails. Uh, let's see. Shout out to, um, I think it, it's all a toss up, but uh, I'm going to shout out to the zombie killer Ooh. at last rights, uh, which was a great, great bar. You took me to, um, uh, yeah, just a really cool Tiki bar, sort of the dark side of Tiki, I guess, as it's called, uh, which is not really a thing, which I guess by them yeah. doing it makes it a thing. <laughs> um, I mean, everything we had there was really great. Actually, you know, shout, shout out. I was talking about this today. They brought out some pot de creme that they just like had in the yeah. back from some and event. You where they threw didn't, one in the purse, didn't you? <laughs> was, yeah. Uh, uh, not my purse to be clear, but, um, uh, I, yeah, that was the best dessert I had all weekend. <laughs> uh, oddly enough. So, uh, if you're out there, really cool spot, really great. Preach. Drink, so, uh, what about you? You had, you had some other food that I didn't have. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious um, to hear what you say. Tough. It's hard not to say scribe because they cooked us a wonderful dinner. Um, and everything was like immaculate. It was fantastic. Really like rustic and fun and, great for sharing it was just like delicious 
we had a meal the night before uh, at Charter Oak. And Chef Chris Costow's, uh like more casual restaurant. Um, he owns restaurant at Meadowood, which is <clears throat> super fancy three Michelin star restaurant. And so we just like did, we just like told the kitchen, just send everything out. Cause it was like 10 of us. And, um, probably the first, <laughs> first dish they served us that they're kind of famous for is just like fresh garden veggies that are all raw. And then they bring out fermented soy dip, which is basically just like super fancy French onion dip. And then you're just like dipping fresh veggies, uh, like basically like they're potato chips into, um, this like really delicious dip. And that was so damn good. And we had a bunch of stuff that night too. That was incredible. I had some crazy buttermilk chicken, um, beef ribs on the bone. Oh man, crazy stuff. And that was still probably one of the favorite things I had. Um, also had a crazy chili relleno at, uh, El Molino oh, Central. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to that place. That place was so cool. And I wish I, I was like not really ready to oh, eat yeah. yet when we went there. Um, but man, that place was good. Like, man, that was like on some level, like more impressive than like the fancy stuff. Yeah. Quote unquote yeah. fancy stuff. Love I that ate. place. So good. Man, had really good griddled octopus on French fries with you on Monday. Um, that was fun. No, that ABV. was also very tasty. God, the tomato sandwich they did at Scribe. A little past appetizer, just fresh tomato sandwich on white bread toast. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Just uh, lots of good food. And the favorite thing I had to eat was or to drink was probably the bottle of 2008 Scribe Pinot Noir they opened for us. Uh, it was Pinot Noir from our wedding year. And it was super, super yummy. Yeah. So shout out to Scribe again for the 17th time today. Yeah. Uh, I had some of that too. And it was last thing we'll say about food is a uh, friend of the podcast. My dad called you out, said that he thinks the food section of this podcast jumped the shark after you said you had octopus carpaccio and f- something fava bean hummus. Is that, was that the dish that did him in? Fava, fava bean hummus. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why that of all the things uh, um, did it. Um, I mean, it was delicious and it's like, a kind of, it's a pretty wild thing, but like. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking uh, in. I'm still. I don't think we've been garbage. short of wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was offensive. Um, yeah, he did call me out. I, I disagree. Uh, I think to I him it that. sounds like that scene uh, in um, American Psycho when they're just like listing the obscure, impossible ingredients for the sake of being obscure. <laughs> hey man, I didn't write yeah, the menu. He just, he just it was just there, delighted in it, and it was delicious. It's not your fault. Yeah. Also, shout out to American Psycho. I need to rewatch yeah. that. What a great yes. movie! One of my faves. All right, well, we uh, minted podcast for about 30 minutes. We podcasted for 50. So there's your normal length podcast with very little topics. 
Don't forget to visit our sponsor, Delta Airlines. Use code word RUNTHEDRAW at checkout. You will get a companion seat for you and a girlfriend or boyfriend or non-binary friend to visit another friend somewhere else, like California. Uh, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on the iTunes store and Google play. Give us a review. Talk about how much you like us talking about stuff. Tweet at us at, at run the draw on Twitter. That's a website. Hack our Gmail account at run the draw podcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook. So if uh, liking our posts doesn't uh, endanger your ability to keep your job, go ahead and do that. Um, follow our drinks on delectable mm. uh, swipe right on grinder at run the draw is that did i did i hit them all mm. uh mm. pin our pods on pinterest <laughs> and pot <laughs> our pins on podrist <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs>